to free agency in the trade period and you might be wondering what's Hawthorne up to exactly? Well so far a fan favourite has gone to the Cats and we've missed out on just about every player we've been linked to but there's a sneaky suspicion as always that our GM of football might be up to something and so like hopeless romantics we're waiting for Mr Wright. Welcome to another Hawk Talk podcast my name is Nick Mason and joining me is my co-host in person for the first time in months. It's great to be in the same room again Tiz. It is good. It's good fun. And uh, the reference to Mr. Wright, well, he's a very soft-spoken Mr. Wright, and he doesn't reveal his hand ever. He's just playing hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he, uh, he sort of intimated about some Collingwood players that we might be interested in. And, no, he didn't. And then other players that we certainly wouldn't be interested in. No, he actually, he was, he was uncertain on everything. It's like listening to... Um, Trade radio. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the purest speculation, twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean, is he? Do you think he's got something up his sleeve, or, or what's Hawthorne up to? Is it that he's being coy, or is there no plan? Are you are you worried? Mm, speaking of Izzy, <laughs> let's just rip the elastoplast off. Let's just get this done with. No, I'm going to intervene. We need a circuit breaker. Mate, I haven't seen you in ages. This is the first time in person in months we're, we're doing this podcast. And I thought we'd celebrate that fact. I got you a little something. Oh. Yeah, I ventured out for the first time. I got time. you nothing. <laughs> That's all right. I didn't expect anything in return. This is purely a surprise. Uh, I ventured out to uh, DFO South Wharf. Oh, yes. Yeah, very adventurous. I got... Uh, in amongst it, and I uh, got you something from the uh, AFL outlet. Oh no! Okay, is, is what could this gonna... be? I'm, I'm, th- I'm actually handing Tiz something right now. Oh, here we go. Can you hear that, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Let them know what it oh, is. Oh, it's a caramello koala. Okay, that one was from Coles, accompanying a Ryan Schoenmakers, <laughs> which I got right because I can read it off. <laughs> Badge. That's right. Yeah. He um. He doesn't have blonde hair in this one. It's oh, quite... I'll take it back then. <laughs> Jeez. You're hard to please, aren't you? Oh, I tell you what, it's hard to remember which... Because um, they don't change very much. They do change subtly, the badges. And you've got to have the badges from the right premiership years and things like What were DFO doing with Hawthorne badges anyway? Um, they had a number of um, clearance badges, and that's... Not a knock on show and makers. Yeah. Uh, there was Mitchell there. There was. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're reading the Caramella Koala now. Is that right un- next, is, is that right next to the microphone. <laughs> is that unprofessional? Well, it's it's uh, no longer theatre oh, of the mind. God, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> people, um, people know you're eating it. They yep. can hear it. So, <laughs> no longer have to imagine that. Uh, welcome back to us both in person recording. This is what it is now. Yeah. This is. This is I tell you what. It's a lot more relaxed. It is. I'm very chilled out. Uh, no, Sean Makers wasn't the only one in the uh, in the bargain bin. 
Uh, we had badges for uh, Tom Mitchell, Sicily, Gunston was there. Wow. Um, not just Hawthorne players, I should point that out. <laughs> are, we, are we on a retainer with DFO yet? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I should say, and obviously this is no sponsorship, nothing, but if you want some good discounted <laughs> AFL merch, DFO South. for Hawthorne to be crap, and uh, <laughs> it'll be everywhere. So 2021. <laughs> well, that's according to Bucky. But anyway. Uh, well, do you want to go for that? If, if we're not talking about Smithy just yet, you want to talk about what Bucky has said and see if his comments have held water. Well, it's it, it's verging on five-year plan territory. This is such a downer, but go on. Well, that's what he's talking about. He said Hawthorne won't be contenders for five years and it'll probably be three years before we're looking at making finals. And This article... Um, this article topped up too many times thinking we were close and we weren't. Yeah, this came out a while back, didn't it? About a month ago, yeah. Yeah, but we're sort of revisiting it now because there's been significant changes since. Well, because we've lost another A grader in Smith off the list and it's looking like, uh, you know, we're not going to get that much in. So, full rebuild or what are we doing? Well, I think full rebuild. I would hope so. I think um, my forecast would be about two to three years before we're even close to contending again. And that's going to be a bitter pill for Hawthorne fans to swallow. But uh, strap yourselves in, guys. If if it's anything more than that, uh, if we perform above that, then excellent. But I just don't see it happening. And uh, the sooner you adjust your expectations, the better. You know how I get my best ideas while I'm driving? Yeah. I haven't had a good idea for ages, right? (laughs) I had a terrible idea. Mm. Ross Lyon kept his list competitive for a long time when the list was fairly awful. Sure. Are we seeing a similar thing with Clarko? I think we're at the tail end of that. At least, fingers crossed we are. Okay. I would like to think that a new era is ushered in. And I don't know if it's going to take as long as Bucky has said, but I think it's going to take a little while. And we do bounce back eventually. Yeah. Like I said, two to three years. That's my prediction. See, I I think it's a little too negative from Bucky. I think we had horrible things Go against this, the fixture, everything. Oh, sure. A few injuries. Yeah. Uh, game plan, not up to the shortened form of the game. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, I think he's he's pretty much correct in the list management has been topping up and topping up and, and topping up again, not really looking at the mm. fundamentals and not developing players as they should have. Oh, we know this. These are fair critiques. I mean, as much as we um, sometimes butt heads with the footy media... You know, banging on about Hawthorne need to go to the draft. Uh, it's true. It's true at this point. We know it's true. And um, hearing from Graham Wright in the early stages of Trade Radio, it does seem like that's the focus. By his own acknowledgement on uh, fellow Hawthorne podcast, Hawks Talk Trade, Graham Wright uh, appeared on there with Mark McGowan and basically said as much that he's expecting that there's going to need to be a regeneration of sorts spanning a couple of years. Yeah, and and look, we are rumoured to be trying to do everything we can to get the pick off the Western Bulldogs, so we get another one in the first round. Yes, yeah, Wright has said that we're very interested in improving our draft hand. And we understand that they're after a Ruckman. Uh, Okay, I know where this is going. Well, I mean, big boy, that's what they want. Yeah, they're, they're exactly the kind of team that would probably take that. Oh, they definitely benefit from it. I mean, they made a semi-final. They're they're in that sort of contendership window. They just need, in computing terms, uh, McAvoy would be a software patch. Okay. They're just patching things up so they can get their optimal functionality and and go hard for a premiership. 
Well, I mean, he'd be a great mentor to Tim English, and mm-hmm. also he would free up Tim English to head to the forward line, head back behind the ball. Yeah. And he's a very good player, but uh, they're just far too dependent yes. on him being good at the right moments. Mm. So he needs a chop out, and, and to be honest, I think we should try everything we can to get that pick and a player. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, what I will say about it, though, is... I think, and you could dispute me on this, hearing Wright talk about it, I felt as though he definitively swatted away any indication that they're putting McAvoy on the table. Why would that be, though? I mean, he's 31. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. This leads me to my second point. And I think I can predict how Hawthorne fans will react. That leaves John Segler as the number one Ruckman definitively. Well, he did say that he had had um, lower leg injuries for most of the year. Yes, yep. Which you can't write off. That is a factor, mm-hmm. certainly. Again, I don't think the supporter base is going to necessarily see it that way. I don't think they're going to be at all comfortable. And um, aren't we in the market for a Ruckman? Is, is that not one of our targets? Yeah, I guess, I guess we are. But what I'm saying is if you can get pick 12... Yeah. Or something similar, yeah. you can probably get pushed back. If you can get pick twelve for McAvoy, I'd probably be doing it. But I understand that Clarko has big plans for Big Mac, doesn't he? Uh-huh. Behind the ball, Big Mac, Big Back. Yeah, <laughs> simple as that. Do you really think? Are we done with that? Is that experiment? I don't over think or? that experiment is anywhere near over. Oh, jeez. Okay. And I think having done that, he's actually raised the um, the trade value of McAvoy anyway. Look, I'll give you that. Yeah, I would agree with that. So it's not all bad. The other, <laughs> the other guys. So um, Bucky didn't talk about trading McAvoy, but he put as trade bait mm. Tom Mitchell. Yes, he did. Yeah, I took issue with this um, this piece of the article because he basically agrees with Buckley. Yeah, that uh, he doesn't have that much effect on the game, and they tag the others anyway. So get rid of Mitch. Yeah, but in in that piece, he basically says, yeah, he's not that effective. Anyway, he's an A grader and he'll be worth a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Okay, well, does he have currency? Does he not? Well, he does uh, have currency. But look, it's it, it's not happening, mate. Well, why? I don't know why you want to discuss this bit of the article. Tom Mitchell's not going anywhere, so... I need to discuss these things because we're in a period where if we make some hard decisions, it can benefit us so much quicker... Yeah. And we can get a whole lot of talent at the same age range. Okay. And that's what happened for Clarker when he first came to the club. We dumped out a lot. We got a few players in that were going to play the next 10 years together. Yeah. And that cohesion and that understanding between those players held through and finally paid off. Yeah. Way later. So to borrow a phrase from our um, beloved CEO, Justin Reeves... um, you need Hawthorne to be shovel-ready to dig ourselves out of this hole that we're in, and you want to do it fast. You want to see some bold calls because you've put McAvoy on the table. You're like, okay, well, we'll consider this, and you're looking at the Bulldogs as, as suitors. That's fine. But you're also putting Tom Mitchell there too. Well, look, I've got to say to you that we have a lot of midfielders that have a history of injuries, mm-hmm. and I would put McAvoy... This is... This, is this too depressing? But, but these guys are one bad injury away from the career being under threat. Yeah, no, that's that's reasonable. Basically, everyone over 30 is in that category anyway. Yeah. 
What age is uh, Tom Mitchell? He's late twenties, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. is. But he's had severe injury, of course. Yeah, in the last eighteen months. Yeah. So we've got to keep that in mind, and we've got to keep in mind that uh, although he will be better next year, he's still on the comeback from mm. such a such a big injury. I don't know. I just think you've got to throw everything at the wall. We gave up so much for Wingard. Yeah. Um, well, see, I'm we just... were prepared. We were prepared to throw everything at that and yeah. do everything to get that done. Mm. But we're not prepared to go the other way. You're very right, and I, I totally see where you're coming from. You're, you're desperate to get something happening. You want to kickstart something with this club. I just don't think the club's going to do it. I think, if anything, remarkably, the about face is going to be we're going to take it nice and slow. And we're going to finally hit up the draft. We're going to hold on to our picks. That's going to be our intention. And I don't think we're... Look, I could be wrong. Mate, even as we're talking right now, it's the first day of the trade period. There could already be things tabled, even as we're recording. Mate, this is the lucky dip draft. Yeah. So I understand when people go, if you're going to do that, you do that next year because we have basically no info on most of these kids. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be one of those years when they go... How on earth did that guy go at pick 56? That's right. Or yeah. how, you know, that kind of stuff. We're yeah. going to hear about this for years and years. The draft of hidden gems, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so on that scale, I can understand. But I also think we're looking a gift horse in the mouth. If we can get into the first 15, I think we do have some eyes on those boys. Hmm. And we can pick up some definite talent there. So you're basically sizing that up. You're looking at how we might actually. One thing that. I would not do because I think the first five, first five, six mm. are definitely the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, probably wrong. I've heard that it drops away after ten. Yeah. Yeah. I would not get our pick four, which will become pick five, and split and, it and split it. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I don't want us touching that pick four at all. Yeah, because that got sauce sacked, of course. So mm. yeah. He's, he's quite interesting to listen to on uh, his old club. He's, he's one of the better ones, actually, on Trade Radio. Fascinating stuff. My favourite part in the last week was you just giving the dot points for an interview of Graham Wright yeah. on Trade Radio and yeah. everyone thanking you that they didn't have to listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's real sacrificial, that role, that I take up. Now, look, if I'm at home pottering about and I've got my laptop handy, I've got Trade Radio on, then... I'll try and do a brief rundown of everything Hawk-related, but uh, I can assure you it won't be happening if I'm out and about. I'm not going to drop everything and have a listen to what Damo has to say. It's an interesting philosophy from the whole club. I mean, it took to about the last five rounds to see any of our youth, mm. right? I mean, we saw... But we they never... And now we're losing guys we never got a chance to see and they never got a chance to perform... Yeah, in the in the second tier this year, and well, I know there's hard decisions everywhere, but we won't. We seem to be not making shirking them. Well, we look Isaac Smith, right? Okay, let's talk about Isaac Smith. He's gone. Yeah. Why is he gone? I guess he wants to chase glory with the time that he's got left. I mean, he took similar money, similar s- yep, similar, similar money, offer. similar length of contracts. I can only imagine that he he's looked at Geelong's window. And he's gone, okay, well, they made the grand final. They can't be off winning the whole thing. Can't be far off that. So I'm going to move to Geelong. 
Right. Can it be more complicated than that? I think that's all it needs to be. Well, I don't begrudge him. I'm just... Stirred up a lot of emotions in the supporter base. You might not begrudge him, but I heard differently from other people. Well, I I can't begrudge him because he's delivered uh, three premierships. It's just so easy to get confused, isn't it? (laughs) So many of them have won so much. No, well, I was, uh, you know, we were so close in 2012. All right, okay, we move on. (laughs) (laughs) Go back. Um... No, I can't blame Smithy because he delivered three premierships and he was integral in all of them. I kicked some amazing goals. Oh, ridiculous highlight reel. You know, and, and then he, he had an unfortunate statement to the Geelong fans trying to endear himself. I was like, oh, geez. Look, he, he's, he's a funny bugger. I like him. But that was the wrong time to play the Jester, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, just, nah. But joking that you won the Cats two games while you are at Hawthorne, that's, yeah. I don't need to hear that. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that, that is post-career stuff. Yeah, that's um, something Jaden Stevenson might be thinking. <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I, I can't have a go at him, and, and I know he started his career later, so he hasn't had the opportunity, and I also know that he, he took less money than he probably could have. Yeah, potentially, yeah. And so took a sacrifice there, and... Um, I don't like that he's leaving because it's almost the heart and soul of the footy club, the big smile. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's a loss for the footy club and uh, he was one of my favourite Hawks. So I was upset. I, I'd draw the line. I'd stop. I wouldn't say I was angry. That's kind of... I couldn't go further than that. I was just sad. But what I will say is it tells me hmm. that we ain't doing much. Well, we know that. We know... <laughs> look at where we finished. We know we're not doing Well, much. I mean... From his point of view, uh, yeah. we hear that this is one out of the box, yeah. right? And we should be fine next year and all this kind of stuff. But from his point of view, that's not it. Well, which team are you going to back to be there next year at, at, at the end of it, at the pointy end? You're going to back Hawthorne or Geelong? And the time's ticking on your career. Who are you going to go with? I mean, when you look at that, of course he left. I mean, it's crazy not to. If that is the point of playing football to win the ultimate prize... It would have been silly for him to stick around. However, he's going to Geelong and playing on a pitch without wings. So That video is interesting. Yeah, I'll grant you that. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up getting compensation. Yeah, which, we, which was fantastic. We yeah. won a lottery. Certainly weren't expecting that. This, uh, is, this is all the compensation that was hanging over from the buddy deal, right? <laughs> yeah, still paying that back. Finally cashed that in. Selection 42 at the time of announcement. Yeah, only, so, what's that, 23 less than buddy? Uh, <laughs> Is that how you're ranking him as a player? Apparently. Yeah. Like, so what did Danaher garner? Was it pick seven? Pick seven, yeah. Absolutely atrocious. Yeah. But just do away with the whole system. If that's what you're going to do with it, that is garbage. I mean, that just encourages Dodoro to be more ridiculous. Does he need encouragement? I mean, it, it's it, grab your popcorn because it's going to get good. The Fantasia thing, sorry, oh. the Fantasia thing oh. is just <laughs> is just marvelous. Oh yeah, he wants a first rounder for him as well. Hey, tis. But I'm I can't t- no, 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 no. you can't critique him. Tis because Fantasia played. Danaher didn't even play. Tis is day one of the trade period. <sighs> just get ready; it's going to get real good. It's going <laughs> to amp up. Oh yeah, this is only the uh, the start of the whole thing. I can see it now. Mm. The slogan over at, uh, what, what do they call it? The hangar? Yeah, the hangar. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be mega. Make Essendon great again? Yeah. I don't want to talk about the election. <laughs> There's too much going on right now. Too distressing. Uh, 
<laughs> so, I mean, that's one list change. Uh, we need to recap what's actually happened since our last episode. It's been a little while because Hawthorne actually announced Wait. contract extensions. Yes. Yeah, they also announced them without actually announcing them. Did you notice that with Graham Wright? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, CJ and Cozzy apparently going to be there next year, which is not official. But it is official. They're waiting for the third because they only do it in threes. It seems that way, yeah. <laughs> uh, CJ, Cozzy, uh, and according to Mark McGowan as well, Jekka and Reeves are going to be announced. Uh, this is in addition to contract extensions that have been made official, have been formalised. Scrimshaw signed on for a further two years. Morrison and Hanrahan committed to another year with the Hawks. Uh, the club announced also the extensions of Howe, Greaves, and Connor Nash signing new deals for the 2021 season. So you might be wondering, Tears, who does that leave? A handful of players. Uh, Moore, Jones, Walker, and Brooksby are all awaiting word on their futures due to list sizes, because that hasn't been announced, even as we're recording now. It's... Amateur hour? It's just incredibly unbelievable. And yeah. where's the respect? How are you meant to chase trade targets? Yeah. All I can say is, fingers crossed, you can fit them in the cap. <laughs> Whatever it may be. Uh, yeah, it's absurd. Anyway, uh, those four players, Moore, Jones, Walker and Brooksby, a uh, decision will be made on them after the trade period. Interesting order of selection there in your... As I've just written them down. Yeah. Is yeah. that how you rank them? Moore, no, I... Jones, Walker, then Brooksby? Well, I, I couldn't tell you what informed my decision there. I just... Just typed them out, I think. But Brooksby, the, the fact that no word is that no decision has been made on Brooksby surprises me. Why is that? He was the last on the list. Uh, I mean, what was he? Thirty-one. Yeah, he's thirty. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing at the club next year? Playing ruck. Yeah, where Box Hill? Well, I mean, we'll get to it later. But someone down there needs a ruckman. <sighs> okay. You can't coach right. him without a ruckman, mate. All you, right. Okay. Nah. I would say he's excess to requirements and uh, we don't see much of him. But if we do let McAvoy go, I think he would be retained, sure. Oh, absolutely. Because he didn't look too bad in that little cameo he had. No, no, he's fine. I I completely agree. If in your scenario McAvoy is put on the table, then... And that's why they haven't declared. Yeah, we're we're still weighing things up. Uh, More, I would hope that we retain more. It feels like now with Smith gone... Hmm. You probably want to hang on to him. And I can't imagine he's trade bait either. I don't know what to what end would we put him on the table. I don't know if he even has great currency. What about Jones? Uh, it'd be sad to see Jones I, go. Yeah, I'd be disappointed to see Jones come off the list. He He's a very, very hard wa- worker. And then, and then, of course, Walker has talent to burn, but mm. lacked opportunities due to injuries and things. Yeah. So. But it's, you know, they've been given their chance to stay on the list as long as they can and either they're looking for an answer from the AFL as to exactly how many they can keep or mm. um, they're hanging on as long as they can. Of course, with all clubs going going into this blind and not knowing the list sizes and salary caps. I mean, we can rookie these kids, can't we? I think so. Yeah, yeah. so there's rookie spots available and mm. I hope they'd give one to Golds, who was apparently yeah, maybe. received some overtures from the West. Hawthorne is at least... Moved to uh, sign. Well, they're moving to sign Hardigan, yep. Kyle Hardigan. Who's, so, who's he? Adelaide Football Club backman. Another one. <laughs> he at least played in the uh, losing effort in the 2017 Grand Final. Oh, I like that. Do you? Yeah, because it implies hunger. Well, there's a lot of reprogramming to do. Well, yeah, but he had that camp. Probably 
half patched or something. <laughs> the, the talking software patches again. <laughs> Against all odds, we're back there. Uh, 113 games for, for Adelaide, and uh, he had 12 in uh, season 2020. So he's an honest backman. Yeah, he's not a nobody. He's Is tried he an intercept and tr- or a dower defender? Well, I think we'd be hoping to use him as a kind of frawly replacement. Is that the idea? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's said that we're going to have him minimum on a two-year deal. Gee, who else tis? Because I think that's it. Well, I mean, we put our hand out to a few people, but they didn't shake it. Yep. Failed to attract uh, Braden Pruce, which would have been good. Mm. Um, yeah, not worried. All right. What about Aiden Kaur? He chose North over Hawthorne. Yeah, but, I mean, he bleeds blue and white, doesn't he? True, yes, he is as a North a, fan. As a kid. So. Yeah. Poor bugger. Uh, and Wright has indicated that there's no great interest in uh, Trelaw at this time. Well played. Oh, do you well reckon he's throwing him off the scent? Played. Well, who else is being mentioned in any of the conversations about Trelaw, Stevenson, or um, the other fellow? Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's opportunity for Hawthorne there, isn't there? So Phillips has been moved out of his wingman role, which he yeah. enjoyed. And I can think of a number of wingmen that have had to move on from Collingwood, so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes. Mm-hmm. Pretty good player. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just lost a wing. And uh, I know Melbourne were chasing chasing Isaac Smith. So I thought in the back of my mind, okay, well, now that Smith has eluded them, it might be tricky because now we've got two clubs that still need a wing. And then Melbourne said, eh, whatever. Oh, really? Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, I guess whatever targets we had in mind, you've just stepped out of the way. What, what do you mean? Whatever. They just said they don't want to trade for a wingman anymore. Like well, they, they stated that. Effectively, yeah. It's like, well, well, I'm worried now. <laughs> really? Yeah, because obviously they're covering something, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, look, they seem to be addressing a need in their side, and once Smith is on the off the table, they declared, yeah, whatever. I mean, you have it's a flaw in mm. in how you're thinking about Melbourne, but it's an understandable flaw. You've used logic, and <laughs> logic doesn't exist to them. Yeah, okay. yeah. So oil and water type stuff. It's in, well, I mean, look at Proust. I mean, that's partially his fault. Yes. It's no great shock that he didn't choose Hawthorne. And the fact that they went and used pick three on a young Ruckman. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was just never a good idea for him to end up at Melbourne, was it? Braden Proust? I mean... That's just one of the more bizarre decisions, career-wise, that he could have made. Where did he end up, by the way? He's He's gone to the Giants. I don't think it's been made official, but that's where he'll go. Okay. And that makes sense. So Hogan and... Bruce. Hogan and Bruce? At the Giants. Big marquee signings. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully it goes better than, than Jacobs did. Well, I mean, yeah. Jacobs and Mumford's done, isn't he? Is, is, no, I think they... No? Aren't they thinking about retaining him? Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, anyway, look... The, for the sausage sizzle, at least. <laughs> there's Even so, there's more opportunity for Bruce at the Giants. So he's probably made the right call. Um, and that's all I've got. Our, what about our, the... Uh, Graham Wright's namesake, Peter Wright. Oh, it hasn't been mentioned by anyone but us, has it? <laughs> oh, bloody hell, I think we need to need to put that on the record. Someone should yeah. ask Graham Wright about Peter Wright and whether we can get him in. I reckon, yeah. Should be looking at him. Um, but besides that, mate, our, our trade targets, the whispers, if you like, seem to be exclusively revolving around who Collingwood need to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I stress, need to get rid of. So we're a destination club. Uh, in a sense. <laughs> yeah. 
No, there's uh, Loney at St Kilda that's looking for a club. True. We've True. been linked with him because apparently we need a, a small forward with uh, pressure axe and yep. stuff like that. He'd Having be lost good. Wapolo, that makes perfect sense. Uh, let's talk about our coaching lineup for 2021, which has also been announced. Hawthorne finalised its 2021 coaching structure with Sam Mitchell to become the Hawks' head of development as well as Box Hill's senior coach. We've also got Chris Newman taking on the backline duties. Brendan Bolton's going to look after the midfield. And Craig McRae, the incoming Craig McRae, good IP taken from the Tigers here, stepping in to take on the forward line. And uh, thank goodness that uh, we've got some fresh blood taking on the forward line. I'm keen to see what he can do. There's a lot of talk about Craig McRae being, uh, having selected Hawthorne just in case Sammy's not up to the job. Really? Yeah, they reckon he's but that good. It wouldn't be a bad move. He is highly touted. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very, very encouraged by having Craig McRae join us from the Tigers. We need that IP. Yeah. We need to uh, even... He might be informing list management as well. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, look, it's he's one of the drivers of their so-called dynasty. And now we have it. Finally, it's gone the reverse. We're so used to leaking our own IP. So, so he's won... Uh, a three-peat of Brisbane. Effectively, yeah. Yeah, and then he's gone and won three at the Tigers in a coaching role. That is terrific because it means that the players can look up to him as being a very well-credentialed player and also the coaches have to respect him as I don't, well. I don't know why I said effectively. That's what he did. He won a three-peat with Brisbane. <laughs> and, yeah, he's, he's had enormous success with the Tigers. So not a bad guy to have at the club, Tiz, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Because, uh, yeah, we need a bit of that winning culture back and some good IP. Consolation prize? If Hawthorne aren't really hitting their straps next year, I can just turn up to Box Hill, watch Sammy coach. It's going to be really interesting, isn't it? Not it's... just watch him, but head out onto the ground. Actually listen. And hear his quarter time addresses. And hopefully social distancing won't be in effect by then and you'll get somewhat close. Oh, no, you can pick up these little, like, radar sound equipment. Oh, cut off. Oh. You're going to be one of those guys. You're going to look like the most <laughs> sus person. Then I'll bring another pod. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds of the Game by the Hawk Talk Podcast. Oh, wow. You made me sound like it. What are they called? The guys that love bird watching and bird calls and that? Yeah, so it's interesting. Obviously, there's a lot of um, talent falling out of the coaching ranks as well. So uh, there's a lot more work for fewer people. Damien Carroll's ended up at Collingwood, by the Mm -hmm. way, as development coach, which is uh, good to see quality person get another role. Shall we move on to some miscellaneous list of questions? Uh, Because we've got a few here. Are they all about trades? Uh, No, not all of them. No. Um, Any of them about the AGM that's coming up that we can all log into and watch? That's still happening? Why would it need to happen? The AGM? Yeah. Oh, you've got to have that. You've got to have the oh, do forum you? for oh, it. Oh, the members consulted now, are they? Because no. they've, they've just gone ahead and elected whoever they want. Yeah, so but then it's got to be members? ratified. Oh, okay. No, right. All right. It'll be great. No, nah, it's rubbish. It's tokenistic. I don't like it at all. Nah. You disagree with me on this one? It's politics. Yeah, except politics is based around democracy. Is it? Well. Mob rule, I think, is what you mean. Except the mob haven't been consulted. <laughs> that that hasn't happened here. I think we have to reject it. I think there is an ability to reject. I know you're a fan of Jeff. Well, yeah. Do you not think just... Wouldn't it be great to see someone challenge him? 
It would be because uh, just he's give, been there a long time. Just now. give him that little, and kick. he did bring in term limits, and then he doesn't That's impose right. them on himself. That's right. Just give him that little kick up the ass. Just I to let you know, we, we're was seeing a you, Jeff. Great idea because we're not going to end up with Eddie. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a valid point. But just like give him a nudge, just to let him know. Look, we see you. We are monitoring your performance, and we do care <laughs> about this club. So shape up. I don't. I don't. I don't think I have any qualms about his care and, and love for the club or, or his ability to make uh, good decisions. But does he have to be the focal point? He makes himself the focal point. He, he, there's just so many own goals with Jeff. If he could get that out of his game as president, then he'd be so much better. Don't you think? Uh, it feels so easy. That's no, the frustrating I, I, I part. I like his aggression towards most <sighs> towards most people because we're in a situation now where we're one of very few clubs that are standing on our own two feet. Yeah, fine. I'm not saying that he doesn't do good things at all. But when you have a guy that... And remember, this did happen at the start of the season, said... Yeah, the clubs that don't really have their act together should be relegated. And then we finish down in the bottom four. Couldn't care less. I care about that. It makes him look like an idiot and I don't want an idiot president. I honestly support relegation in AFL. Fine. But you can do that quietly. To be honest, if they brought in two years ago, there'd be nowhere near (laughs) us falling out. Right? I, I, look, the principle, like the, the timing, I, is bad. The idea of it is Jeff's not. Jeff's never been great with time. <laughs> Let's face it. The idea of it is not the point. It's you just keep it to yourself. Like you, you don't have to say things like that all the time, <laughs> which he does. <laughs> you don't think he was just taking uh, the spotlight off some poor performances on field? Because no. that's how I always think. No, because he said it in our season return. He said it ahead of the Geelong game, and then we got absolutely smacked. <laughs> and it was embarrassing then, and it's embarrassing now because of how our season played out. Speaking of Geelong, how are they getting all these players on their list? Yeah, well, it's a good question. The argument that they made a whole lot of space for Tim Kelly. Well, that's one thing, but then, I mean, what, they're looking at Higgins, they're looking at Cameron, they've got Smith. How many more trade targets could they possibly have? I mean, Ablett dropped off the list. Yeah, but what pay was he on? Surely not that much by the end. Harry Taylor must be taking a packet, eh? By the way, if they're getting paid that much, mm. what are the other guys getting paid? Is there <laughs> exactly the right question to be asking? Yeah. See, now this is this is important too because mm. you know how there's cola. Yeah. Well, it's far cheaper to live in Geelong. <laughs> yes. They yeah. should have reverse cola. Reverse cola. Yeah. That's called Pepsi, mate. <laughs> but they should. I mean, it's meant to be level playing field. That's yeah. how it... That's, what do you think? Well, look, you just reminded me that there are a few guys that are gettable from Geelong. If you want to talk about potential targets for Hawthorne. Oh, the old cockatoo. Uh, Constable as well. Yes. For, for inclined. Um, interesting, interesting pronunciation. Love it. <laughs> it was very close, wasn't I? Very close. Quinton Narkel. Yes, now that also, one. also good. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they got rid of that Parsons fellow that had a clip on Hodges' right. ear that time. Yeah. Remember that? I think it would make me feel slightly better to just bring a cat over to Hawthorne. Really? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Take the edge off the Smith thing. Yeah. What's well, the I, last cat we brought across? Well, that's the thing. We just don't do it, do we? Is it Aaron Lord? It might have been. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been Aaron Lord. 
It's a while. It's <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of time has passed. Uh, remember how I said we were going to get to miscellaneous listener questions? It just never happened? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> we heard from Enns at Hawk Talk Pod. Who would you like to see fill our wing positions? We're talking of Isaac Smith. Uh, well, we've already tabled the idea of bringing Phillips over from Collingwood. Connor Downey. Connor Downey. It would take a bit of time. You're going to be one of those guys that tells me not to big him up too much, put too much pressure on the lad? Graham Wright himself... I know. <laughs> ...is not at all connected with what the hell Downey's doing. I know. So I would just caution people, just hold your horses, okay? Yeah. The what last- does NGA mean? <laughs> I just I kind of want to ask him to, <laughs> to check that he knows. Yeah. Like, you can get this guy on the cheap, mate. This is- yeah. He, should, he probably needs to do his research... Quick smart, doesn't he? Oh, no, it's fine. I think he's just being coy, isn't he? He doesn't want anyone else looking. Maybe. Maybe. You could see it happening. Uh, Yeah, Connor Downey is a a long-term wing prospect. Uh, Who about... What about who's on our list right now? Well, I mean, Day could play there. Nash could play there. I know he's smirking again. Um, I've already told you. I like that. CJ. CJ. That's that's my call. I've been asking for that for a while. So, yes, I'd be in favour of that. Uh, Uh, Impey. Tom Scully could play there. Oh, he could play there. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one wing to go. Tis, I'd welcome it. (laughs) (laughs) McGuinness. Yes. McGuinness could play outside. He's not that quick. but The the point being, yes, there's options, but they're all... Are they uh, all good options? Well, that's it. They're all question marks options. You lose... This is the point. Someone's got to see that spot, take it by the scruff of the neck. Yeah. Smith and Henderson gone from this lineup. There are opportunities, golden opportunities for these guys to really uh, make a statement in that position. Um, we heard from Nath as well. But no, I think we should talk about players from around that oh, are sure. available that we should be able to bring in. And I think Phillips is the leading candidate there. Yes, I'd, I'd agree with that. But Trill Law would relish running on a wing, but yeah. of course he'd have to run back a lot with Hawthorne, which he wasn't inclined to do at Collingwood. So. Yeah, and also I'm thinking uh, his delivery by foot off the wing, probably not my favourite. Well, I mean, if... Hawthorne, if you can't kick accurately, we go for depth. Yeah. So should be, he'll be all right. So he kicks a long way. Can you tell I'm not sold on bringing Trelawney? I just no, don't. You're just you're just hung up on the fact that he's the only bloke to do two hamstrings in the one movement. I just yeah don't really rate rate Trelaw as a he's he's not a needs pickup, is he? It's why are we why would we take him? So I tell you what I've noticed about it is they've really hung a, hung him out to dry. His character is on the line. They've questioned yeah. how he goes with his teammates, uh, mm. efficacy, as you have, um, mm. his work rate, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And it, I tell you what, it sounds a lot like what Port Adelaide did to Wingard before he left. Maybe. Yeah, maybe there's some similarities there. That was a horrible. And then they mm. asked the world for him and talked him down for six months. It's very peculiar. The talking down started early at Port Adelaide, mm. but for Trelaw, it's sort of only happened in the last couple of weeks. It's all sort of spiralled out of control, hasn't it? Especially with the, the story of the the players turning on him and, and wanting him out of the club, which is... And the conversation with Buckley. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, did, did Buckley pour cold water on that or just the players turning against him? Well, I mean, he had a tweet about it, but in, if you read the tweet, it doesn't actually confirm or deny anything. <laughs> and also, um, uh, I, I saw via tweets on Trade Radio today, uh, Ned someone. Ned Guy? Yeah, that's that's the one. Coming on Trade Radio and basically 
not saying much about it, yeah. which I would think is um, well. He bit... he's in he's in hot water. Look, well, yeah. How the hell do you manage a list and and pay everybody too much? Two words, Brody Grundy. <laughs> I think might be a factor there. Well, at least they've got pro- their priorities right. They're keeping to go, so. Jeez, <sighs> don't even get me started on that. Although if I did, I'd be doing one more than uh, any of the footy media who refuse <laughs> to talk about it, Tiz. They refuse to talk about it. But for the sake of levity, I think we'll move on. You know what I'm getting at, listeners. Uh, we heard from Nath at Hawk Talk Pod. What's your opinion on selling the farm for draft picks? Gunston bruised for some first round picks. Our team clearly isn't a premiership team and I'd be unhappy with more top up players. So what about a rapid rebuild? Surely it's the quickest road to a flag from here. In my right hand are two first-round draft picks. Mm. In my left are either Gunston or Bruce. And you're weighing them up, as I was doing before with my hands. What do you think? Could uh, you get it done? No. I, I'm not sure clubs are going to go for that. And also, I don't want us to lose either of those players. Okay. A- and your view? Yeah, I, I would probably keep them another year and then do it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think, I think Bruce is uncontracted at the end of next year, so... Oh, great. That sounds really good. We heard from uh, Dino and Tom, who asked very similar questions here. They hit up Hawk Talk Pod. A key position player, writes Dino, seems to be on the cards at pick number four. Who do you like for us? We heard from Tom. There has been a lot of talk around who the club will select with our first pick in the draft. I hope that it's Elijah Hollins, who will be a star. I do too. What do you think our chances are of getting this done? Should get that done, if we want him. He should be available where we have our pick. Great. What about, uh, what? what is his name? He's got a three-pronged name, Denver Grange Barras. Is that it? Did I nail it? Probably. <laughs> I've ne- never heard of that one. I've heard of Thilthorpe. Yeah, that, that's an interesting pronunciation too. Is it Til- <laughs> Tilthorpe? It might be. I'm not I'm not actually sure. Um, yeah, key position forward. Yeah, look. Is that what we're, are we I, after that right I now? I don't know. If you look back through the drafts and you think about all the key position forwards that have been selected... It really doesn't augur well. Like, I, I was thinking about this the other day. 2013 draft, we should have had better compensation and we should have been able to pick up one Tom Boyd. Right. So this is um, a real sliding doors conversation. That kind of stuff. <laughs> but if you think about it, a lot of the key forwards or even key players that are picked in the draft don't necessarily hit their straps. Mm. And they're under a lot of pressure if they're taken earlier. Yeah. Um, and they take longer to get to where they ought to be. Mm. And it's a Luke Hodge scenario where he sees everyone in his class getting better than he is and eventually mm. he hits his straps. But the pressure on the guys sometimes breaks them and they leave the club or they, you know, they need fresh air. Here's why I suspect that we might go with uh, Denver Granger Barras. And yes, listeners, I have looked up what his name is. He's a key position defender. All right, and here's what I project happening. I think we're bringing in Hardigan. So, what? He'll be two years minimum. Let's let's say for argument's sake, he goes three. By the end of that three years, best case scenario, Hardigan is playing in a team that is pushing for finals. The window's open again. We're contending again. And he is in the twilight of his career and he's competing for his spot with either Jacob Kaczynski or... Denver Granger Barras. That is what I project happening. I would not rule out using pick four on a key position defender. Please don't use pick four on a defender. 
Yeah, we have enough of those. You can get enough of them. Okay. All right. Basically, shit teams, their defenders look great, right? <laughs> it's true, yeah. And they want to get out. So, <laughs> don't bother with defenders. Just pick them off the clubs that are going yeah. badly at the time. Yeah. We did that with Frawley. We did it with Gibson. We did it with Lake. We did it with anyone else. Oh, we got Crowed back. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems to work. Yep. Frost is here now. Harligan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, doesn't seem like it's a hard operation to do. Uh, Hartley. Of course, we've got the hysterical back line now. The ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Hardwick, Hartley and Hardigan. And I forgot about Frawley. No, you said Frawley. I don't know. I think so we, we ticked anyway. them all off, right? So yep. please, do not draft key position defenders. Hey, I, I just want to point out that I'm not saying this is what I want. I'm, right. I'm projecting this is what might happen. And that, that would be my rationale. If we ended up with Denver Granger Barras... I think that's the idea behind it, the logic behind it. But uh, Hollands would be good. I mean, returning to, to Dino and Tom's questions here. Um, Hollands midfielder, am I right? Forward. Oh, forward, okay. So he'll turn into a mid, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but what we just want is a pure footballer. None of this athletic stuff. <laughs> right, please don't pull any more athletes on us. Oh, it says uh, the Connor Nash fan club stinging across from me. <laughs> well... <laughs> you looked so hurt. I, I you am. looked so hurt just then. I, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I haven't had this kind of interaction for a while, and, and the walls have come down. Yeah, and, uh, I've got to build them back up. <laughs> come on. What I'm talking about is Blyserves or Blixserves, whatever oh, it is. Right? Yeah. He's an athlete first. Are we talking when, about... the, when it comes to the crunch, yeah, he's found wanting. You're talking about the guy that um, basically gifted Dusty his miracle goal in the grand final? Well, I mean, it's, it's that kind of stuff. But <laughs> yeah. it, um, what I would say is that it's more about getting the best talent, the mm. footballing talent. Yeah. Um, no, I, I understand. Like finished from. second in their best and fairest. Right. So he's not a bad player. Mm. It's just that, you know, he's the exception. We heard from Ryan here at Hawk Talk Pod. Interesting that Wright said on Trade Radio that Segler was carrying a knee injury all year and that Ben McAvoy is our number one ruckman. Explains a bit of Segler's form, but I'm hoping the penny is finally dropped and McAvoy will get out of the back line and back to ruck. We've already touched on this in a roundabout way. Hang on. Wait. What hmm. was that? <laughs> Ryan is hoping that McAvoy gets out of the back yeah, line. Yeah, I know that bit. The bit before. Rewind into the McAvoy is our what? Is our number one ruckman by Graham Wright's admission. Um, that is apparently how the club perceives Ben McAvoy. So is he still talking to Clarko or is that a relationship that... Why did we hold on to Segler for three years? Why was that the deal? What? No, more why are we playing McAvoy in defence? Also that. Also yeah. that. There's a lot of things going on here. Um, <laughs> guy's got a knee injury. Show him in ruck. It's yeah. a good idea. Let him flounder and flail about all year as he gets absolutely massacred by... <sighs> Any team, not just the good ones. Fascinating. In in all the wrong ways. Fascinating. It's interesting by Ryan. It's not so much a question, but I'm glad that he uh, replied and hit us up on Twitter with that one. Uh, this one is a question, though, from Jenny at Hawk Talk Pod. Who do you think our next skipper will be? Popular opinion seems to be Tom Mitchell or Jager O'Meara, but what about Gunston? He's my favourite. Gunston's my pick as well. Makes the most sense to me. I might have been inclined to go Sicily, um, but I'd be happy for Gunston to... See out his career as captain, and then when he's done, Sicily or O'Meara. Yeah, I think that's about right. All right, we're in agreement. Easy. That was done. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> we heard from Gus at Hawk Talk Pod. Where do you think we'll finish next season on the ladder? Yeah, predictions. They're good fun, aren't they? Um, Not this year. <laughs> Not at the moment. Well, it didn't matter what you said at the start of this year. You couldn't be held to it, right? Uh, right. Bonus episode on Patreon. It's <laughs> one to listen to as we swallow our pride and review our predictions from the start of the year. Actually, I wasn't too bad. Do you think? Oh. We'll see. Right. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Pod to access that bonus episode, which should be out at around the same time. Uh, well, the results this year, I mean, they don't augur well for next year, so... No. There's um, some deficiencies across every line, which is not a great place to be in. <laughs> it's going to take a while to uh, to amend that, unfortunately. Um, we did beat the eventual premiers. It's stuff like that which tells me that it's not hopeless, but we're, but we're not good enough yet. We beat three of the four preliminary finalists. I know, I know, but we're just not good enough yet. We're pretty good at, against the top eight sides. So what happens? Consist- Tell- consistency. Okay, all right. And I know Hub Life, you could submit that as an excuse. That didn't help. That nuked our season that time in New South Wales. Yep. So is that one out of the bag? Is that just a crazy anomaly or is there more to it? We just won't know. We won't know until 2021. It's we played away thing. all year. Yep, yep. Our game's built for the MCG. Didn't yep. have any games at Tassie. Want any more excuses or we got enough? We have excuses. It's just the willingness to buy into them is the thing I'm grappling with. There's some interesting selection dilemmas too. Um, there's a few players that are ageing and not as effective in their roles anymore. And uh, Name names. What, already? Yeah, go on. I thought I'd wait until the end of the trade period to see if they <laughs> come off go the Go on. Well, I mean, Liam Shields would be wondering... Where, yeah. where where his best footy is because they yeah. pushed him forward on the half forward flank. They tried him even off the half back flank. That yeah. was a little bit tiresome, but I, I have he kicked um, some wonderful goals going forward. So he's a mm. player that we want to play each week. But what is his best he, spot? He is a good player still, but that midfield mix is two same same. Um, you need a point of difference. And if that maybe costs Shields his spot in the midfield, only to put him in a different part of the ground, you don't necessarily have to take him out of the side. But um, yeah, I have questions in the midfield and he's part of that. Would you consider letting him go? If you're talking about putting Tom Mitchell on the trade table, yes. I was talking about Liam. Yeah, but at the start of the show... You, oh, I see. If I'm prepared to put up Tom, yeah, you floated Liam that. as well. Yeah, well, and or... Let's put it that way. Together. If you want. I don't know how serious you're being. Oh, but nor do I. <laughs> how quickly do you want to try and reboot this? Because no, I don't want to lose people like Shields. Yeah. Because they're the kind of thread you had to weave through the history Th- of the Hawthorne that's, Club. That's right. They seem integral to the fabric of the club. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> do you like how I sort of just reinterpreted what you're saying? Yes. Articulated it just that little bit better? Well, perhaps not. <laughs> well, I didn't, but or you don't like it. You can see my point. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no I, I agree. I agree. I'd be, um, look, I, I might be a bit more conservative in that sense. I, I wouldn't be putting Mitchell or Shields on the trade table. Because this was a concern, I think, Ash raised, wasn't yep. it? That we were sort of mm. uh, bringing in too many mercenaries and we were losing yep. what it was to be. A- the ethic of the Hawthorne footy club. Yeah, it's certainly something that we've discussed on this podcast, yeah. So it's the nature of the new brand of football, isn't it? I mean, mm. 
you rebrand the player when they arrive. Hmm. I don't know whether I like it all that much. I did dabble in NFL, by the way. Okay. Yep. Over the break. And that was, are you suggesting that was one of your takeaways or? Well, I mean, you just get up and go. (laughs) You can have that many clubs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's, off the top of your head, let's look at Richmond. Yeah. Uh, What are they doing that's working? Well, what they did was they failed miserably for a number of years until they actually got enough talent on the list to come up with a, well, a different style of football that no one's really caught up with yet. Mm. Sounds a bit similar to a club I know, Hawthorne. Yeah, well, we under, I mean, part of being successful now seems to be underperforming. <laughs> well, I, look, you have to for a little bit, don't you? That's what kick-started Hawthorne. Well, that's what they said about Ken Judge when he got to West Coast. He got all these wonderful picks in. The list management was terrific, but they didn't get the results, so they got to load up with a whole lot of talent. Where are we going to finish on the ladder, Tiz? <sighs> this again? I thought I'd avoided it. <laughs> Anywhere from 6 to 12. That's a lot more optimistic than I thought you were going for. Well, I mean... Because I'll tell you right now... We don't have a shocking list. We just have a very uneven list. Mm. I'm going to say we finish below 12th. I'm, I'm probably overestimating us because I think our defence is, is still good, but then I've got to reconsider and notice that Sicily, Stratton, Frawley are yeah. all coming out. Yeah. And there's going to be very little cohesion at the back for about the first six weeks. Depending on our draw, it could all be over. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm saying... I'm saying... Don't forget to pick up your memberships, kids. <laughs> what is it? one hawks or something? <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I think we finished below 12th. However, the difference here is uh, I'm kind of at peace with it because I think this is the path that we need to be on and that is part and parcel of it. Now, we're pretty rose-tinted, right? So... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're pretty optimistic about the um, future of Hawthorne. Well, well, this is the point. Generally. So if we're talking like this, yeah. there are people out there thinking, <laughs> wow, it's going to be bad. Look, this is what you need and to understand. that's why they need to get a trade going that gets everyone going, oh, we no, be good. No, that's the mistake. <laughs> that's the mistake. Yeah, Stop but, topping up. But with picks. Yes, exactly. That's, that's the game you want to play. When I say 12th, is with optimism for the long-term future of the club, not for 2021, okay? Now, I invite everyone to come with me on that. I feel like next year is going to be a lot better and a lot more fun if you view what it can do for the years that follow rather than the year itself. I mean, we could go, probably. I can't wait. I can't. Will they in person, mate? There you go. Get your memberships. You know, I've been sort of biting my tongue on this for a while, but... You know they've banned singing publicly, right? Oh, have they? yeah, I guess they have, yeah. Yeah. Get your ghetto blaster, it's all right. That's a, well, pre-record everything in M10. Yeah. just hold it up at the back. Go full uh, Say Anything style. <laughs> <laughs> That's an obscure film, pool. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> All right, we done? I think we're done. I think that's the last question, mate. We've got to wrap up. Well, what do you want to see? Oh, what, what do I want to see? What, yeah, what's next? your Christmas wish list for trade period? Oh, right. Um, yeah, just an emphasis on draft, I think. Um, yeah, it's going to be a bit strange and a bit uh, unsettling. There's no kangaroos you want to see coming to Hawthorne? Um, 
No. Remember they cut them all? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't look at that list of players, that 11 of them. I didn't look at any of them and went, oh, yeah, nah, please. Have the, do- have the dogs cut anybody yet? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I don't think they have. Not the top of my head, no. They probably need to. Two extremes? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be strange going through the, the trade period looking at how little Hawthorne is actually doing. And if they do have activity... Maybe it's just going to be draft picks, which could be anyone. And that's going to be strange. We haven't had a trade period like that probably since we started this podcast, which, mind you, is about four years to the day. Is it? Yeah, about that. Yeah, we started at the end of uh, 2016. We jumped into the draft. That's when we started. Um, I I just want to record that uh, there's a reason we haven't mentioned a kangaroo's wingman. I think we should really just underline that hashtag no lek. (laughs) No, yeah, that that is the campaign. Yeah, we we don't want Jared Pollock. Is that right? We're on the record now. That's it. Well, I'm on the record. Yeah. All right, fine. And you're asking me my wish list. Yeah. He ain't on it. Okay. So there you go. Um, yeah, it's going to be very strange and, and unsettling just to sort of see this trade period play out and not have your O'Meara's and and Wingard and and Mitchell. That's just it's just not going to be a big name recruit for Hawthorne. Unless there is. We're at day one. I could be wrong. Peter Wright. Peter Wright. <laughs> We're talking about big recruits. Yeah. Over 200 centimetres big enough for you? Well, I mean, two metre Peter. Is that what they call him? Could certainly use him. He's been starved of opportunity and success mm-hmm. at Gold Coast. I think he'd be good. Could yet get Jaden Stevenson. Yeah. Maybe. I watched him in the VFL um, a couple of, well, two years ago. I think he was trying to get into the finals. Okay. Collingwood side because he'd done something I can't remember what misdemeanor it was or very odd anyway um, he's a very good player in the VFL anyway you know, I like how he moves and he certainly hasn't reached the heights of his first year at Collingwood no not so at all. <laughs> when you see what's going on down there when you hear the kind of stories that sw- that sort of swirl around Trelaw you wonder how the culture's going down there anyway is that an impact on Stevenson who knows I'm just spitballing I think it is getting a bit tough to beat Collingwood. They've got so many injuries all the time. Mm, mm. Uh, and it's due to their training track, you'd have to suggest. And let's face it, that first first week of finals win over the Eagles is pretty miraculous. How many times is that going to happen? Yeah, I don't know what it was about the Eagles, but anyway, who cares? And what a great place to wrap things up. <laughs> uh, look, if you love the show, listeners, jump on Apple Podcasts and tell the world about it. Now, a couple of listeners have left lovely five-star reviews, Tiz. And we start with uh, Pridgey, who's a long-time listener of the show, has left a review. Uh, Been listening to Nick and Tiz for a few years and love it. Despite the challenging year we've had as Hawks, uh, they keep it lighthearted and enjoyable. Always love listening to you guys on my longer runs and quite often find myself laughing aloud and enjoying it despite being 10-plus kilometres into my runs. Keep up the great work. (laughs) Yeah, you've been running, Nick? You're kidding, (laughs) aren't (laughs) you? I tell you what, I gave you a caramel koala. I bought one for myself. Don't worry about oh, that. Oh, good. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet, actually. <laughs> there you go, listeners. Just a, a key update in this trade period. <laughs> um, and we heard from... Uh, do you want to read this one out? Sleeping till 2021. Thanks for all the laughs, you guys. I can't wait for trade period. Hope you guys are signed on for the rebuild. Go Hawks. Now, mm. are we signed? Like, well, are we going to be here for the cliff and then the cliff's edge and then the plummeting and then the eventual... You know, crawl back up the yeah. cliff into finals and, and rising like a phoenix from the ashes to the summit. And one thing that 
there's so many great things about doing this podcast. And one of them is the idea that we're going to be there. We all wallow in the windless hawks. <laughs> no, we're, we're all going to be there when we're back and we win another flag. That we do secure that next piece of silverware that Clarko is talking about. The idea that this podcast will be even bigger when that happens and we'll get to celebrate with every one of our listeners. Uh, it's going to be, well, it's not only going to be a journey, Tiz. It's going to be a recorded journey. I want to echo what Jordan Lewis said, and he said it in passing on Fox Footy one time, and I don't think anybody realised just the depth of the expression. But he said, this time, and he's specifically speaking about Hawthorne, mm. is when the best stories begin. You want to start looking at a few players and watching their careers and the story of their careers begin. Well, it's especially true if you're at Essendon. <laughs> Why bring them into this? <laughs> any, any you just to want to talk them. about the Doro. Well, I want to. I want to pot Essendon every opportunity I get. He gave me a, a little bit of a window. There wasn't a window. There was a window. no window. <laughs> Big a window as their premiership window is. <laughs> See now you're getting into it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Look, yes, we're on for the rebuild. Uh, I feel that we're at the start of something. It is going to build into something very good. And I want to be there when it happens. I want to be sitting across from you like I am now and uh, celebrating a, a famous premiership victory. Yeah, and hopefully I still have my hair. It's all right, mate. We'll get you a Stratton cap. It's all good. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot you bought one of them. I did not buy a Stratton cap. <laughs> Back to my caramello. Oh, there we go. We've come full circle. Mm. You enjoy that. I'll get to the oh, socials. Went everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's not even a crumbly chocolate bar. No, look. Uh, caramel. Went all over me. <laughs> Twitter at Hawk Talk Pod. We're climbing towards 2,400 followers. End of the year. We might hit that. Uh, so get on board at Hawk Talk Pod. And Facebook, a very passionate community over there too. Facebook.com slash Hawk Talk Pod. Patreon.com slash HawkTalkPod. Our Patreon page is where you want to head for our bonus content. And we're going to be putting some stuff out on Patreon over the off-season, including uh, a bit of a retrospective, as we mentioned, on our predictions at the start of the season. No egos will be allowed. Basically, yeah. It's going to be us at our most vulnerable. (laughs) Should be fun. What is this? Should be fun. No. This is you bringing your psychology subjects on air. You sound threatened. Is there anything you want to discuss with (laughs) me? No. Oh, dear. Oh, look, this has been fun. Give me another caramel and I'll continue. Operant conditioning. Uh, Anyway, uh, Hawk Talk Pod. That's another one in the can. In person, no less. I've missed this, mate. How have you found it? Have you, actually? Yeah, of course. No regrets? No. No. (laughs) Regrets. Actually, you know what? Wait till the end of trade period. Oh, <laughs> Might have wow. some regrets by then. Hopefully something happens. I think something will happen. I, I just don't think it'll be a big marquee player. Okay. Uh, if Look, i tell you what. Uh, one benchmark is that the club achieve what they clearly want to achieve. They want to get a better draft hands. Mm-hmm. They want to trade back into the draft to get a bit higher. Yep. If they do that, big tick from me. And Collingwood need to get some... Uh, picks into their next season to pick up that Dacos kid that's meant to be better than the other one. Oh, it's a full cloak situation, is it? Yep. <laughs> well, there you go. Something could happen there. There could be movement. Uh, stay tuned to the trade period and stay tuned to the Hawk Talk podcast. We'll be back, of course. Uh, and we're still going to get Ash on for a bit of a year recap, a year in review. 2020 hindsight. That's going to be the title of the episode, Tiz. Yeah, and he's writing another book. Is he? Yeah. 
Jeez. I mean, some people use lockdown, then they really use lockdown. <laughs> Bloody hell. Hats off to him. Anyway, keep an eye out for the Hawk Talk podcast. We are a happy team at Hawthorne. Koala's legs just disappear. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. I know. <laughs>